2: You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Oilers Nation Radio, episode 64. It is the Nail Yakupov episode.
3: Jason Bond Sr.
2: Or Jason Bond Sr., whichever flavor you prefer. Nintendo. Nintendo 64 was also an acceptable answer. So there's really three answers here so far. I was a big Mario Kart guy. Actually, you know what? I'm going to tell you a quick story, Nick. You brought Mario Kart 64. I, I will never okay. in my life or uh, Nintendo 64. <laughs> I should say I will never in my life forget the day that I got my N64. Mm-hmm. It was the day that Todd Marchant won. scored that
4: goal, scored the goal again in overtime against the Dallas. Stars. Nice. And then your parents just came in and they're like, here's your Nintendo 64. No, it was even weirder
2: than that. My brother came to my school. I was going to elementary at the time and he asked me to handwrite write a note to a bank teller. I live in a small town, so mm-hmm. this works. I wrote a handwritten note to the bank teller and signed it, allowing my brother to take out $175 out of my nice. account so that he could go buy our N64, See, along with wow. Mario Kart 64. He,
5: he should have known that you could just back like a backhoe into it or whatever and just take everything that's in it, right? That's How true. good would it have been as a prank <laughs> if you instead wrote on that note, I have a gun,
2: don't look around, <laughs> give, give me $175. Stri- you
5: strike me as a guy who is probably towed? No, no,
2: no. I was a big Bowser guy. Bowser. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bowser. Cause he was, right. you, you know what? Bowser you would be people. slow going, but once you're going, nobody's getting in your yeah. way. You can just bull- bulldoze the them out of the way. The walls always get, in yeah. Way. Turning was a struggle. Yeah. Yep. You have to, you have to be light on the gas. Anyway, speaking of gas, I want to talk about our friends at Sherwood <laughs> Ford, the giant out in Sherwood Park, <laughs> Alberta. As always, if you see Jay cruising around in the too. nation truck, take a picture, tag Sherwood Ford. On Twitter, it's at Sherwood Ford. And on Instagram, is at Sherwood Ford underscore the giant. Tag Oilers Nation HQ and use the hashtag Nation Truck. You will be entered to win a $100 gift card. Are you telling me that you couldn't use $100? I could. Of course you could, Tyler. Of course you could. Maybe go outside on your way out and take a picture of Jay's truck and then just hashtag it from your I, burner account.
3: I tried that once and they didn't allow it.
2: That is, yeah, I mean, insider trading. We need to get you a burner account is what we need to do. I'm you're not, not, I'm not, have, res- I'm not responsible enough for that. You're not you Rick. You're There's no way Richard. I would have, I'd, I'd get definitely out of
3: that. Account properly. definitely not RPW. Who's the, uh, the basketball player that <laughs> fucked that all up? I can't remember. Oh, well, there Kevin Durant. Was it Durant? Kevin
5: Durant had like two or three Burner accounts, and when they confronted him, he was like, Yeah, that's me.
0: <laughs> oh, but you're, You might be thinking of Brian Colangelo, the NBA <laughs> <laughs> GM, yeah, GM yeah, who was yeah, like having his wife tweet out like blatant, horrible things about his players. Yeah. Uh, Big Tyler, collar Brand.
2: Who's the uh, Eugene Melnick burner account that you follow, Tyler? <laughs> oh, um, fuck. What's his name? What's it's his name? It's uh, Jack, Jack. Jack Maxwell. Maxwell.
3: Um, he is. He's been. What a hell of a name. Oh,
0: but the the Twitter. <laughs> I get all his Maxwell. tweets sent right to my phone. It's Jack Max. One (laughs) four one four oh one eight two. Highly recommend following. Oh, if you don't follow this guy, hit the little rewind fifteen seconds button on your podcast and follow this dude. His bio is Kanata, born and raised, love the sends, go sends, proud member of the seventh. Don't know what that means, but he'll only tweet propaganda. Um, he tweeted on October twenty seventh. Morning in all caps, welcome to this text from my best bud. He's so pumped to see that Turncoat Carlson return to the city. He turned his <laughs> wow. back on. Glad Mr. Emden, given his selfish demands. Smell ya later, Eric. CTC is gonna be rocking and rolling tonight. But the screenshots from like an 07 iPhone.
2: <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> and man. just
0: says, dude, are you ready to party? It's awesome. Yes. I f- I feel it's, like
2: our our
3: one was a Tracy Lane or whatever the yeah, hell that is. Trina's she needs. To, uh, Trina's over there. She needs to uh, up her game there to but, keep up with old Max.
2: Absolutely. And like, account, what does Odie have to say? That's all I care about.
4: This burner account, fucking slays con, or, uh, senator fans. Like yeah. It
2: attacks people.
4: if you like, respond, People
2: know that this is Eugene Melnick. Of yes? course they do. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but if you respond to it, he assumes you're a Senators fan, which is the funniest thing. Because yeah. if you're another team's fan, highly recommend responding to him, because he will attack you for not going to the Senators games. Yeah. All right. But uh, yeah, it's a
0: good time. So he what I recommend,
2: this. if you are listening to this, uh, Tyler, what, what's the handle one more time?
0: Jack Max 14140182 uh, He tweeted back last March, always put on a few sprays. Of this before I go to the CTC, have you got yours yet? I think it smells great. #Hashtag Go Sends Go, and it's a Senators cologne. I gotta, <laughs> oh, I gotta
5: ask, what is the
0: CTC? Canadian Tire hey, Center, baby.
2: Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> what I got, what <laughs> I'm really asking, if you are listening to this podcast yeah. right now, go interact with that account that Tyler yeah. did. One more time, Tyler.
0: Jack Max one four one four oh one eight two, and you'll even get great gems like that time he said the only way. To show the Senators you love them is to go spend money on merchandise and buy tickets for your friends. So what I'm asking
2: you to do is go interact with that account and tell them that you've, A, never been to a Sens game. B, you would never buy their merch. And C, uh, you know, just fuck the Sens in general,
0: right? Yeah, please, because that would be hilarious. Eric Carlson should have
3: got paid.
2: Eric Carlson should have got paid, and he shouldn't owe you $300 for that Uber. (laughs) Yeah, pay
3: for the band's Uber ride. Come on.
2: Since we are in episode 64 of Oilers Nation Radio, of course... Former first overall pick Nail Yakupov wore 64 with the Oilers momentarily. As did Jason Bond senior. As Rick pointed out, I want to start with everybody's favorite Yak memory. We're going to start off with something positive today. Dan, do you have a favorite Yak memory? I you can absolutely
4: think of? do, and it's—I know it's going to probably steal it from everybody else, right. but it is the Yak slide. Yeah, against LA. That celebration on a—I believe that was the game tying goal. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah, the game-tying goal against the OT.
5: defending
1: Stanley Cup champions. Take it to
4: OT in what was going to be an otherwise lost season. Neil Yakupov celebrated like it was the Stanley Cup champion winning goal, and it was, it was a beautiful moment. Oilers fans embraced it. Everybody uh. else hated it. Yeah. Nobody else liked it, but the king, and it, it rattled the kings, and that, that was the best part about it. Oilers fans needed that too.
3: We well, needed yeah. a little bit of something. We had yeah. some dark, dark, dark times back it's then. It's a
2: good time to rally around. Rick, do you have a favorite Yak memory?
3: Didn't he piss off the Jets all the time? Probably. Didn't the Winnipeg Jets always lose their mind when he was out there? Like Buffalo, like these guys went nuts on him. Well,
2: Buffalo I, like
0: I, two-handed I, him at the end of a game. Yeah, like
3: the way he the way he dealt with those guys. I don't know what's going on here. The way he dealt with the the, the, the Jets, it was it, I loved it.
2: Nick, do you have a favorite Yak memory?
5: I got to be honest. The only one that really comes to
3: mind is that slide.
0: Yak has kind of mm-hmm. lost Oilers history in my mind. Tyler? Um, I remember him going on that absolute heater towards the end of the season in his rookie year. And I also remember the day they won the draft lottery for him. I was in like grade nine or grade 10 uh, yeah. <laughs> and me and my buddy, we had blank Oilers jerseys and That's we put wasted. fake Yakupov name bars on the back nice, and we wore man. them to school the next day. That's my dope. favorite
2: one is obviously his community involvement. There was those stories of that, what he would quietly mm. do when no one was looking, including buying homeless people meals, giving them clothes, all kinds of good community stuff. Cause he was just a nice guy. And I figured that we would start off episode 64 with a little shout out to Yak. Thanks, also, yak.
4: from a hockey fight's perspective, the time he fought Zach Bogosian. Oh, he yeah, actually chatted him with
0: Zach? He did. He really? Did.
4: What are the votes on it? Uh, I don't think it was very well for
0: I don't think it went very Do well for Do you ever think that like five, four years from now we'll see like a Yak return no. to no. the NHL? You don't no. think he'll ever come back here? Dude, he I played, played for three teams and yeah, he, he couldn't he, make it. Yeah, he had his, he had his chances
2: and he's playing in his hometown in russia yeah
3: he? yeah i think it's really hard to get him to go over and do another op, uh, opportunity yeah
4: it was a quick it was a quick little tussle i just got the video running here right now we can put it up on the socials afterwards but uh it was just kind of a uh, there was a there was a scrap going on between about three jets and three oilers and then yakupov and Pagoshin came out and then they got separated by the linesman
3: told just, you he pissed off the jets
2: it's yeah. true you did i loved it Let's start off this week with some bad news. And then I guess Ryan Nugent Hopkins' news came out yesterday, which was Thursday. We we're recording on a Friday afternoon. That Nugent had some kind of procedure, quote unquote, his, his ring. Hand. Maybe
3: his maybe his new wedding ring got stuck on his finger or something.
2: Could be. Hey man, those are dangerous. You An know allergic way. reaction. Jimmy Fallon almost lost his finger because yeah, of I've his heard wedding
3: heard ring. That story. Got it's gloved. crazy.
2: Yeah, he f- he, he uh, slipped in his kitchen and he fell, and his ring <laughs> caught the counter on his way down, and it Whoa. almost ripped his finger off
0: hmm wedding rings are murder
2: so what i'm recommending is divorcing your wives and husbands right now
0: eric Griba just got his wedding ring tattooed on yeah yeah, that's, you could
2: do that too that's bold yeah. yeah yeah or or you just be a bachelor
3: mm-hmm that's what i'm talking about solo
2: mm-hmm. rick I five to you, buddy.
3: yeah i got you
2: yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so nuge is out for the weekend we got uh, home and home against vancouver by the way i love home and homes i wish they were more of a thing yeah we
3: find out what time that game is on sunday is it
2: eight? Yes. Oh, it's, eight. it's an eight on Sunday. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I'm NHL.
3: Serious. It's fucking
4: ridiculous. It should be
0: six o'clock starts on
4: Sundays. Thank you. It gives the boys 24 hours to turn it around though.
2: And fuck it is that, seven sorry. o'clock Pacific. <laughs> I'm trying to go with a positive take.
5: NHL PR over here. Everybody's <laughs> real angry. I love it.
2: <laughs> so Nuge is out. That brings us to our Sherwood Ford giant, giant. question of the week. Brad Malone. Tyler, Jesus. you posted this on Twitter the other day for mm-hmm. On Radio podcast. What is this week's Sherwood Ford Giant Question of the Week? This
0: week's Sherwood Ford Giant Question of the Week, boys, is with Rnh and Chase on out. Should the Oilers recall Benson or Yamamoto?
3: I got to start with Rick. Yeah, Rick's taking this. Yes, they should. For one,
2: which one or both?
3: Uh, right now, I'm going to start with uh, Benson. I don't believe Yamamoto is playing right now. I believe he's still a little injured. He uh, Woodcroft was on the Gregor show the other day and said he's been very dangerous every time he's out there, all the games he's been playing. So I think if he gets back to healthy, let's give him a shot. But as of right now, we need a guy for this weekend. And honestly, the next five games or so, I believe it is, is pretty weak. I think we have Ottawa, LA, and Buffalo yeah, so. to the double uh, Vancouver games. So if Nuge is out for maybe, say, another week, That's the type of guy you want. You could bump the guys up, but I feel like the bottom six is playing so well right now. You don't want to take them out of the routine. And there is nobody else down there in Bakersfield that's going to put up the offensive points and be able to hang out with what it'd be Gagne and Neal or whatever you want to put for the second line. That's the guy you want out there.
2: Dan, before I come to you, I'll just say that in 19 games with the Condor so far, Tyler Benson has five goals, 11 11 assists, and 16 points. Daniel, do we bring him up? Uh,
4: You call up somebody. But I don't think you call up... I don't think you need to call up Tyler Benson right now. I think there's a guy that has don't say one, Brad malone.
3: one less point than tyler benson anton lander had a shit ton of points in in the hl and did you, not well, How can you list Tyler Benson's NHL?
4: numbers and not list it's Brad more Malone's than the numbers. numbers
3: it's more than the numbers it's about the player it's about the future it's about the type of player he is and through 16 games oh here we go <laughs> one bradley malone oh, here we go has 14
4: points that's four goals and 10 assists playing for the Bakersfield Condors.
2: However, do you not think that Tyler Benson would be a better fit in the top six? Than I do Moon,
4: agree right? with that part. I, like I'm, I'm I'm. playing a little bit of everything is wrestling here and having some fun with it. But at this, yes, I do agree that if in this spot, Benson's probably the fit to be in the top six. If it was a bottom six replacement that we needed, which arguably
3: Chase should be. I'd still go with Gambardella or Curry no. ahead of Bezellin. I don't mind
0: That's the Curry idea because he yeah. came back here last season. came up here last season and for the first couple games. He was a bit of a spark plug. I wouldn't mind seeing a Curry look. You know who is a spark plug. Not Brad every Malone. time.
4: It's Brad fucking
0: Malone. Brad Malone's no. family isn't even excited to watch him play. <laughs> exactly. That's okay.
4: Listen here, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Burt Toast guy. Yeah, How's that working <laughs> out for you there? I like Your it. toast is doing pretty well in bottom
3: six. He's I'm taking upgraded. full credit Marcus
2: for Marcus success. I've actually upgraded him to now he is toast with peanut butter and banana. There that go. is, Dude, that's it's almost too high. Too uh, like, like so? Maybe uh, like uh, a little Elvis bit special. of butter
3: on there. Or back in like the older guys. We had uh, the old shaker at home. There was cinnamon and sugar in there. Oh, that's nice. That's about as far really? as you know. P- peanut butter and banana. That's
1: Do you they
0: still make hard hard cinnamon spread? Do you guys remember that stuff?
1: I, no, you yeah, I think so. I think it got to be there. Do
4: you guys it's, remember the, the jars that had peanut butter and jam? In Goober. No, I was never a jam guy, oh. so I wasn't. But yeah. I like. I don't mind the call up of a, of a Benson at this point. It makes sense. Like Rick said, there's the opponents are 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 softer. Um, th- that should be all right. But I, I would just like to see a guy like Malone get. his We're not here to, for
3: uh, sentiment reasons. Home. We're here to win games. But he's a
4: guy that has it. He got. He's a guy that brings that that effort to the team. Great. So does shows everybody and, else. And shows you the excitement
3: and the uh, the desire to be here. Oh, sometimes you're just you're just not there like he's like he's a, he's a quadruple listen, a player listen Rick like you've, changed Lander, you have down there. you've changed who you want to have called up you've changed who you want to have
4: called up like no, six I didn't. times. I go over I've all been, the podcasts. I've been on Brad Malone Country. i said the Brad start. Malone train this whole time. Call up Brad Malone, I give said him his chance. Benson
3: should start here. He's the, the second he highest the... score. You said Yamamoto. Don't... No, I started the season saying yeah. Benson should be here. No, you didn't. Yeah, You're talking, talking so. About?
5: Tyler's just on his phone.
4: When I fir-
3: when we first started in training camp, I said Benson okay, I let's thought he start. Let's go to the tape, Tyler. No problem. And then when the injuries started kicking in,
1: and when the injuries Wait, started kicking in, here. when
3: the injuries kicked in, I said, okay, you know what? I think the type of player we need right now would be more suited by a YAML. After I said, five games. No, I said when the injuries kicked in, and I said after Halloween, again, if you want to listen to how everything I said, or you want to just pick and choose, that's up to you. <laughs> However, I'm back onto the uh, Benson right now because Yamo is not ready to go. And the only guy that's been consistent
4: that whole time, and you haven't said his name yet, other than to. No, him. Dude he's not Bradley He's not Malone. in your
3: Long term plans As an he's NHL da- player Who cares I Th- care We're, we're talking about Winning games
4: Exactly we're talking About winning games right Who now. helps you win More games Brad Malone In your top six Brad Malone In your top six You're Brad six? No Malone way.
5: You're dumbass You're not Brad, You're putting Brad, Malone. Brad Malone In your yeah, top Brad 12
3: Malone. Brad Malone isn't there Okay even Whoa. though
5: Even though Rick Stated that I hate Caleb Jones And, Dur- and No I just said you No
3: I that was ben, you, said both those guys, you said both those guys should start down low. And in, in yes, fact, last week I walked you both into it as bag milk caught onto what I was trying to do there. But that being said, I do agree with you. I that's think it's, so that's I, think it's I, think, track, I think it's buddy. time for Benson. Thanks, I think it's time for Benson. Give him a shot. Why not? Absolutely, I think it's more than a why not though. I think it's just at this point in his career, with this type of injuries, he is a part of your long term plans. You kind of put him in right now. Noah Gregor got called up a little while ago for whatever he was doing. You see this happen all over the NHL. Guys, he's not in his first year; he's in his third AHL season. uh, The only the only worry would be that second full second full. full The only worry is that he comes up and
5: doesn't get to play with Nuge. He plays with Gagne and Neil, which. Isn't great. They're NHL players, but yeah,
3: you, you would hope that he gets a, it's not super ideal, no, but it's, it's, it is what it is. You know what? I, if you put him on a line with like say Negard and Haas, I don't think I'd be horribly no. upset because those guys all have the speed and who knows what happens down there. Yeah.
5: I would rather have him come up and play a couple of games on the second line and get good scoring opportunities. than if it was a third or fourth liner, we had to bring up then a Brad Malone or Josh Curry makes more sense.
3: The only reason I say that though, is because you're going to get lesser competition as well. Time and, gave the gave us the Nygard, and the knee and the knee Haas has not looked bad. Tyler, final word.
0: Um, I think with these injuries, they need to call up someone to give them a bit of a scoring boost into their bottom nine now with Ryan Nugent Hopkins out. And I really do think this illustrates how important Nugent Hopkins is to this organization, to this team. Um, but I, I think they're foolish if they don't make a moving call someone up. It doesn't look like they are. So I do think yeah. they're being a little foolish. I and I, and And I think it should be Benson or Josh Curry, guys who have come up, or Benson at least has the offensive pedigree and Curry has come up in short spurts and shown he can... Give you a bit of a jump. So I, I think they're foolish for not calling up one of Benson or Who's, Curry.
3: Our, who's our healthy scratches right now for forwards, anyways? So None. if you, you, lo, you lose Chase on and Nuge, who's coming in? Literally, like who? Well,
0: like, yeah, you're just Russell's in the lineup and Haas and Kar- or Nygaard are w- all playing.
3: Weren't they both in the lineup last game? I don't believe we I know. know Russell was.
2: Yeah, Patty Russell. Yeah, uh, they scratched Nygaard last game. Oh, okay.
0: Nygaard, Nygaard.
3: So we're going to be really rolling 12 forwards and that's going to be it, right? There's nobody up Yeah, upstairs. like they haven't called anyone up. So. Poor Brandon sitting up there by himself.
2: So as of right now, two o'clock on Friday, the others have not made a recall. Obviously this is going to be a conversation that goes on forever. We're going to be arguing about it all season until somebody gets recalled or not.
3: Is there a timing issue at all here, Tyler? Is there like a, they wait till three o'clock on a Friday or is there some sort of reason why they like, I mean, is yeah, is there something that we're just not picking up on as to why they have not announced the name or anything?
0: No, one, like I mean, Bakersfield plays tonight, but you would think that they would call them up before that game against yeah, uh, before Bakersfield's game because you wouldn't want them playing three games in three nights. So, no, I just think they're opting not to do it. I don't understand why you don't call up a guy if you're if you're going to yeah. call up a guy, give him three days with the team, three days. To what practice. happens if unless, someone goes down in warmups tomorrow?
2: Well, unless
3: Chieson's yeah, ready to practice go. right now, that's, unless Chieson's
2: yeah, ready possible. to go, that's because
4: possible. Possible. they I mean,
3: say, they said concussion protocol is that not a necessary seven days?
4: No, no if you're in the I concussion protocol, you're being reviewed. But then you, you have to be placed on the IR to or the it's not the IR. It's the uh,
3: concussion the, watch. Yeah,
4: but it, yeah, if I made that up, you have to officially be, be given a, the concussion diagnosis to be the seven days
3: and but concussion protocol is not enough to say concussion.
4: It's just a testing. That's a testing phase.
2: All I know is that fucking Alex chase on soul left his body after that hit. We're going to talk what about a, it for a minute, what but a pure hit. It was great. Good hit. To be honest, it was a great hit. Great hit. And uh, we'll talk about it in a minute. But first, I want to get back to finishing off the Sherwood Ford giant question of the week. So if Nuge is out for a little bit of time, I don't know any procedure, especially if he had to be cut open, that just heals in a matter of a week, 10 days kind of thing. So you're probably better off to slow play this one a little bit, I think, especially with a player as important as Nugent Hopkins. Does this push Ken Holland to maybe look at potential third line centers, or maybe improving the depth down the middle a little bit. Tyler, you're shaking your head no.
0: I I don't think this incident should be the one to push him or give him that sense of urgency to do it. I think he already should have been doing that. I think the center ice position was a known weakness on this team heading into the season. I think what this does is maybe illustrates just how drastic of a need it is, because if this team does end up going to the playoffs, injuries can happen in the playoffs as well. And I think the last thing you want to be doing is going into like game five or game six in a playoff series and going, shit, Sam Gagne has got to be our second line center, right? Like you're just, you're so bare in that sense. So I think this, I don't think this will change Ken Holland's mindset right now in terms of an immediate trade, but I do think it illustrates his need to go out and get one at some point. Do
2: you think it affects the urgency in which he should be looking?
0: No, because if, again, if there was a deal out there to improve this team right now, he would do it. I don't think Ken Holland's sitting on his hands and just you know letting Gaitan Haas continue to play things out and all that. I don't think he's just doing that for fun. Um, if there was a move to be made, I think he'd make it regardless of Nugent
3: Hopkins' health. It would push him up if the injury was worse than they're telling us. Like they're only giving us like the two games or whatever. Which so it could be though. Like if it mean- was like a five six week, then I think he's going to be uh, probably forced a little bit more. But with what they've announced. I think we, but we, what we I would say by.
2: is that they only said that he'd be out two games and now it's an additional two. So now we're at four. And then Dave Tibbet yesterday in his press conference said, we're hoping to have him back early week. Well, are we going to get another delay? I, don't I know. feel
3: like we've done this with him before, haven't we? Was it the, like Possibly. the fit with the, the block, the, the broken finger? They yeah, yeah. kind of so, slow played us on the uh, announcements.
4: Do we think that this may make the move that the team does, where they slide Drysicle down into that second center and just see what happens? I'm not, I'd still not be yet. So worried. I'm not saying that they like,
0: not necessarily want it or not, but is it something that an option that we
3: try? If you lose to Vancouver twice, maybe.
0: I think uh, I think you really have to consider it, just because. You have such thin center ice stuff, but Gagne hasn't been bad. We should be giving nope. some credit no, to Gagne. Yeah, that
3: line looks really good the last two games.
2: This don't, isn't a shot at step Gagne, step Gagne on, by on, any means. It's just is, a matter of trying to ice the best possible lineup he <laughs> yeah. can. I think
0: because, I honestly think if Gagne wouldn't have played the way he has over the last two games, then I think you might have seen a scenario where your top six starts to look like mcdavid with neil and someone and then dry with cassian and Kara. And because I, then I think that
4: i think if you slide a dry saddle down then it even opens up more of a spot for a benson to come in you, you almost look really uh, if
3: the- they were both healthy at that point you might yeah. want to call it both of them
4: yeah so i don't know it's an interesting thought to have nick are we going shopping or what
5: oh um like tyler said yeah it's something that has to be looked at should have been looked at since the start of the season and we'll
0: continue. He's been looking forward. at just really, really yeah, slow and, at this point.
5: I, I and yeah, don't get forced into doing something out of panic because <laughs> we've all seen how that goes when a GM panics and feels like he needs to make a trade.
2: Speaking of which, can actually you know <laughs> what I'll save that for later No 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 what is it? What the fuck is with the Peter Shirelli <laughs> Apology Tour this week? It's driving me crazy. There's all these people coming up being like, well, Peter Shirelli actually did some pretty good things, you know. You just have to look deep down. You're like, okay, that's fine. There are definitely some things that you can look at, like the cleft bomb contract, which I want to touch on in a little bit.
3: He's got a bunch, but overall it's still a fucking fail. His
2: misses grossly outweigh the wins. And there's another thing too, where they talk about, well, he restocked the shelves in Bakersfield. Okay. Well, like let's just completely eliminate the work. The scouts have all done all year, all the homework, all the times they've watched it, just because Peter Shirelli gets to put his name beside whatever pick they were. Give me a break. Didn't Keith Gretzky do most of that work? That's what I'm saying, man. So that's why I don't understand this like apology tour that's going out right now. I like, unless he's. It hope- feels like they're trying to bring him back in the
3: organization. Like so, the guys are out there trying to like spread it real nice right now. No, no. It's like they're going to, and I know they're not, but the way they're doing it right now, it's like, what we're well, doing. now he's going to be at an upper, uh, upper office level. So I, I hope
2: I, that this actually gets him hired somewhere else because that would be fantastic.
4: So I put it out there that I think Shirelli is a better GM than Kyle Dubas. And my reasoning <laughs> for that is that I want the Leafs to go ahead and hire Pete Chiarelli in the offseason. We need Pete Chiarelli in no, a No, we don't. Somewhere. Yeah, no, no. Oiler fans do. No. The, yes, because then
2: the deals are, yeah, are there. No, sometimes. I'd like to see it be... A, you know what? I, I like your thought, Dan, but I'd like to see a Pacific Division. Oh, yeah, no, Peter. Schreiber. Ideally. Do you guys
3: remember what it's like to have a player come back here and what they do to us?
4: <laughs> but <laughs> do you Peter Chiarelli... Yeah, no, even... Making uh, decisions
3: Every uh, what is the, What's the saying Even a, a blind squirrel Finds a nut It's true Like no I don't want Charlie Coming anywhere near us Not for our team Yeah but he might find team. one
0: But at the end of the day That blind squirrel Is going to get hit by a car And I want that car To be us running him over yeah, As a Pacific I'll, Division team I'm not scared of The Shirley. fact we're out wow. and clear
3: I don't need any Boy. of that Karma coming back And biting us in the ass I want nothing to do That guy ever again Get Peter Shirelli hired now oh. Nope Before
2: we look Does he we have a job With Minnesota Minnesota right now yep. Yeah I thought he's it was St. Louis advisor.
4: Get it's him promoted
2: Uh, before we look at the weekend's games against Vancouver, I want to throw back to Wednesday's game against Colorado because that game featured one of the weirdest sequences that I've seen in a little while. Adam Larson threw a beauty suey up to Alex Chieson. He got blown up by Ryan Graves. It was like, as we all mentioned, it was a clean hit. You don't see those very much anymore. I mean, even as a Withers fans, we can look at that and go, that was a great hit.
3: Isn't it kind of weird though? Like these days you see those passes, they happen, but instead of accepting the pass, you deflect it in. Yeah, that is true. It's weird that he picked it. Like yeah. you see those happening all the time. I yeah. know, I know Larson's getting roasted for this, but these passes happen all the time right now. And these guys are def- def- deflecting him and getting around the defense. Well, I think, man. I think with chase you're just seeing a
5: guy who's desperate to get something going. Oh,
3: you think it'd be more, it'd be him. He'd be more apt to do that just because it's, you just get the puck deep and let's go down and let's go mess around down there.
2: So not only did the Oilers lose Chase on on that play, because he, like like I just said, he got destroyed, but they also lost Adam Larson as he was coming up into the play. He inadvertently elbowed whatever oh, you want to say. Uh, TJ Tynan? Tynan in Never the head. He dropped like a wet bag his head Man, throwback. What, what is
4: that guy doing? The whistle has blown. The play is dead. There is no reason to be coming in at that clip at all. Towards Larson, Larson's just defending himself, in my opinion, and he and he throws. Yes, he throws up an elbow and he catches him. He Fine. throws up
3: an arm, kind of. It's just a so per- protective arm, and that's just kind of yeah, it's hits a two them.
4: fucking minute penalty, two yeah. minute penalty at, at most. But then the referees like, and I know, that, I know that they there's the fucking the, the, reviewed it. Gregor, that's what
3: gets me. So, Gregor
4: said that he had Kerry Fraser on the show, and Fraser feels that they were they're a little bit they've they've got the league shy, memo because scared. of the uh, uh, Rafa Stelling getting elbowed in the head by Saranac. Uh, from Tampa Mm. and so there and there was no call on that play so they're a little bit tentative but yeah you can't then look at a tablet and be like yeah okay that's a five minute major like that shifted that
3: that's horrible that
4: shifted the momentum in the game it removed one of the Oilers top defensemen from a game like it was just a fucking nightmare and the team the team you have to give the Oilers credit because that penalty kill came out and crushed it like that was a fantastic That was textbook penalty kill you had the the five on three for a full two minutes because of that i
3: guess it's trip. yeah i want to see that i want to see that in full speed because it definitely did not look like leon hit him that hard it was it was dude like dropped again it was as hard as
4: the trip
5: on the trip quote
3: unquote
4: on
5: dry sidle against the coyotes in overtime well in my opinion a major should be something that's malicious like something with intent or results in an injury yeah yeah. if you're giving somebody a five minute major for elbowing then they're they're headhunting or they yeah they've knocked the person clean unconscious and i know it's hard to compare stuff but like Man, fucking Robert Bertuzzo! Did he? He didn't even get a major for literally trying to break a guy's back by cross-checking him in the back. Also, yeah. Larson
4: is a stationary object in it, this. It's thing. just
5: he's not a he's not a moving. And target. I want to do the whole thing where we blame the refs because there was a whole game played. But but it, it, it's it, it's just an insane. It's an, an insane call. It's, it's a, a it's a fucking it's an issue with it's the
4: whole league. We've been calling this. It's an we've been calling this right from the start this year. And it's and it is it is a
3: common thread now. We're only what were we like? a week maybe removed uh, from Reeves hitting Larson or sorry, cleft bomb from behind yep. where nothing came of that. Not one. And comment. then all of a sudden, a couple days later, everything's going to get reviewed and then people are getting suspended all of a sudden. How question. about
4: McDavid's leg being held for six seconds?
3: Well, that's a little bit different, but
4: no, I know, but it's the same kind of idea. That the refs are ca- just Con- yeah, fly. but
3: Connor was kind of okay with keeping that guy there too, though. Question. If he was like trying to pull his leg out of there, I get it. But he was kind of like, okay, I'll hold you here. You hold me here. Bag milk has a question, Rick.
2: Does anybody feel as though this call against the Oilers was because the ref was Steve Kazari, mm-hmm. who, if you remember Connor McDavid embarrassed last season with his checkup stairs, got
0: Rick fired up on Twitter. Point. Two seasons ago. It was, was last it two year? seasons. It was two. It wasn't last year. I think it, wasn't, it was year before it was two, oh, two yeah. seasons. Ago. Two I remember that was like the first time McDavid ever like he did anything to a ref. Said something. Yeah.
2: Do we think that this Steve Kazari, that is had an impact on this call?
0: Yes,
4: the record is, the record itself tells it. The knowing Oilers' record in NHL those games, refs, yeah,
5: just people, hold,
4: just,
3: they, no, it's just knowing people in NHL general. Refs kind of historically hold grudges. The, the Oilers' is, record is, in those in games, general, it's society. People just they don't forget things, they don't get over, especially on on that type of a stage. You see it everywhere.
4: The Oilers' record since that game with Steve Kozari as a referee is two and eleven.
0: The penalties in those games have been thirty six to twenty two. Like so it's these, not in favor of the
3: Oilers. I want to know next time he's officiating. Me too. I have uh, I have seats that are fairly close to the ice. <laughs> uh, I have a voice that's fairly, break. I have a voice that's fairly loud and carries. And uh, twice this year, I've leaned into referees for uh, stupid shit. One of them happens to be graham skilleter who screwed us over a couple of years ago uh, i don't know if he was the the, the bending hit from behind where he was standing right in front of and just decided not to call it i know it was a part of a flames game where they just the officiating was horrible and that's why that game went sideways but uh next time because there is there i will be there and i guarantee you i will not have much of a voice the next day and the people around me will have a great time listening
0: or they'll hate it and think you're annoying. No, so
3: the last two times, everyone's uh, very very much liked it and enjoyed you keep it, it. Do you keep it PG-ish? You have to.
2: You can't swear. Yeah. But now you got to get creative too. Yeah. Like if you ever, like Tyler, you're coming to Calgary with us, aren't you?
0: Uh, yeah, I would like to. Oh yeah, it's going to be If good. you
2: get a chance to sit I mean, you will like sitting next to Rick at a game is an experience in itself. There's gonna be a hundred of us. It just, it doesn't stop from the time we walk in the building to the time we leave. He's just going. Those guys hated that first game. Those guys
3: hated me. We were barely a <laughs> drop in the puck,
2: man. We hadn't even finished our first beer yet.
3: Well, no, 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 no. Like first beer at the game. First beer at the game, well, at the <laughs> game of course. Yeah, yeah. the game. May- and that's still a maybe.
2: I think we all agree. Terrible call. Yes. yes. Awful call. Horrible. You know, it's never a terrible call.
3: Ordering on Skip the Dishes.
2: Going to Skip dishes.ca for something delicious to eat. If you are hungry right now, which chances are that you are, if you don't know how to cook just like me and you're tired of eating eggs every time and you're tired of dating girls that look like your mom, you go to skipthedishes.ca. Yes. What? Go the yes, that's
5: a good reference. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Go to, go to. there are thousands of choices there, all types of cuisine. You can order it and have it brought to your house. You can do it. Rick and I do. Maybe you get yourself a course meal.
3: Around the world.
2: Around the world, you get yourself a nice appy, your main, maybe a little dessert after. Who knows? You time it out nicely. Maybe you maybe you got a skip the dishes or driver mm-hmm. showing up at your door every fifteen minutes with a fresh item.
3: Did they email us any discount codes yet?
2: We haven't had any discount codes yet, but we are working on it because right. I feel like you, the loyal listeners, deserve some discounted food from our friends at skipthedishes.ca.
5: My question is how do we get John Ham to do a plug for us?
2: No kidding. Come yeah. on. we should
0: actually be able to like, get him on and voice some shit yeah, for us. Skip on. the dishes. What up?
2: Come on, skip the dishes. Give us John Ham. I'll order more ham. And Brandon, they're 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 great together. They that would actually be
0: hilarious together. if we could do like a promo bit with the two of them. We Absolutely. should uh, talk to
2: some people. I feel like Brandon. Tweet a good at them.
3: Someone should tweet at them. Maybe 100%. DM them.
2: We should do that. We should do that. Looking ahead, we have reached the American Thanksgiving weekend, and the Edmonton Oilers sit in first place in the Pacific Division. Tyler, my question <laughs> yeah. for you is, being in first place at American Thanksgiving, are we legit?
0: The statistics say we have a 75% chance of making the playoffs now, so I would go ahead and say, hell yeah, we're legit. Absolutely. They've, went, they've gone through two months. They've gone through a hell of a road trip where they came out of it 500. They're winning a ton of games on home ice. They're beating good teams. They're winning games with their offense. They're winning games with their goaltending. They're winning games despite having some bodies out for injury. I think that you can fully... The depth scoring is getting better. Find me a reason why this team isn't legit.
2: Nick, you wrote about the numbers. You mm. dove into some of the Oilers' numbers leading up to this point in the season. I did. Give us the nerd math on why this team is good. Well, um,
5: I think you need to acknowledge that Mikko Koskinen is a huge factor in that. Um, Right now, I'm trying to scroll down here. Both goalies. Yes, but Koskinen more so, he's just... As, as far as five on five numbers go, he's incredible right now. But what I was gonna bring up, uh we were talking about penalties before. The Oilers right now, as far as penal, minor penalties drawn over 60, are yeah. ranked 29th. Oof. So which is crazy. Yeah. So any team in the top with a top five power play, the next closest is St. Louis at 23rd, but still Vancouver, Tampa Bay, Boston, all of them are within uh eighth to second as far as penalties drawn over 60 minutes. What, what does that mean? Well, if you compare it to last year, any three of the top power plays, uh, none of them were below top seven in penalties drawn. So what the Oilers are doing right now are making the most out of the least. They also have the least amount of power play goal scores right now. So that's pretty impressive. But anyway, to go back to Koskinen, he is right now, uh, I think, seventh in five-on-five high-danger save percentage. Or sorry, no, he's third in that, in that category. And... um that basically means that he's right now he's saving about six goals uh, on average compared to a goalie who's facing the same amount of- Saving for six, six goals, goals that he probably
2: what? shouldn't kind of thing? Yeah,
5: exactly. Like So a goaltender that's facing the same amount of workload that he's facing, he's saving an
3: extra six goals. To this point. So in yeah. whatever many yep. games and do yep. the
5: yep. Exactly. average backwards.
2: Um, I also thought yeah. from your article today at OilersNation.com, I thought the interesting part about the shots, because if you're a fan of Corsi, you know that the Oilers- CF percentage is not great. No. They're in the lower tier of the league. However, you found something interesting when you're writing about it. Well,
5: of he's misleading to begin with um, because really the expected, the expected goals for is more telling of what quality shots are, where co- quality shots are coming from, I should say. Um, but are you talking about more like the heat map stuff, yep. like where, where the shots are coming from? So the Oilers are doing a really good job of shooting from two places on the, uh, on the ice. Right on the left side, blue, which probably is because of Oscar Clef bomb And right in front of the net. You want high-danger chances, and those are generally in front of the net. Um, personally, I think it's something that they need to diversify a little bit. Because if you look at, and Rick's looking over my shoulder right now, if you look at a team like... I'm looking beside yeah, you. If you look at like a team like Carolina or uh, Montreal, much more spread out, and that's going to... You know, allow you to score from more places. You probably have more
3: players taking shots here as you do with the Oilers, right? Absolutely. And then uh, the setup here too. We're kind of a little more static. It looks like we just have the two spots, and we move the puck throughout here, and it ends up here. And then this some of this is going to be left-handed shooter Mm -hmm. stuff too. And now, if I didn't put it up here, but if you look at our power play
5: setup, this middle part is lit up. We're going to win. Center of the ice. We are on podcast. Oh, right, sorry, in the yeah. slot, right in the, key, right in the slot yeah we're yeah, thank you we're You're right we're, we're right in the slot and we're, we're getting way yeah. more chances there so do you see this part of the map <laughs> I if you go to this part of the map if you but go on hockeyviz.com you can look at all these heat maps or if they or
3: listen or to the podcast, podcast. and yeah, there you if go. they listen to the podcast and open the story at the same time they can follow
2: along there you go probably should so i think looking at the nerd math mm-hmm. which i'm dubbing the the Oilers are actually doing pretty solid in their underlying numbers, yes. despite what some of the metrics would say.
5: Yeah, absolutely. The, the most impressive thing is how they play with leads. On. Anytime they've gotten a lead, it, they go into a second period with a lead. They're 10, 0 and one. And that one overtime loss. Yes. Is that blown game Dallas? against Dallas? Yeah. Um, they're nine, one, and one shorty fire on the dance floor. Mm. Someone call nine, one, one. Nice. Um, Woof. Yes. I didn't know uh, what
2: the hell he was. I wanted. With. I wanted a button to. Hit. I know, Sean Kingston. I got you, buddy. Dude, I thought we had the horn. I like how he's calling out his own hot take.
5: Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, th- and then that that one regulation <laughs> loss after leading after one is against the the Colorado game. So the team's playing incredible, actually. Um, the one thing you have to worry about those injuries maybe starting to catch up a little bit. That's all.
2: Looking I've at the numbers, though, Nick, is the nerd math suggesting that the Oilers are legit?
5: Yes. Are they actually good? Yes. Your eyeballs also tell the, you the same
4: thing. The only thing I is well, when, Tyler what bring, I was gonna say. when
2: Tyler brings up the 75% thing,
5: there's so many fans out there that are like, but 25 because we've been, well, led we've been to hurt the before.
0: Yes. But like, it's not like the Oilers are sitting in spot numero eight here. No, yeah, like they're, they the have cost, to fall significantly to fuck this that. up.
4: I think that the big thing right now is that if you look at the Pacific division, which is where it matters right now, yeah. uh, because what two people out of the division make it no matter what three, three people, two sorry. teams. So, so if you look at that, no, you've got teams make the Oilers division, and the Coyotes sure. up at the top. Um, and that's probably, you know, it looks like those guys were going to stay up there. Uh, Arizona's the not Canucks, there. The Canucks are trending down. Fake news. The Golden Knights probably trending up, I would say. Probably. Uh, and the and then the Flames, I mean,
5: come on. They're horrible. They're horrendous. You know what's really funny, actually, with the Canucks, since we're playing this, playing them this weekend? Their heat map looks exactly the same as ours. Really? Come Quinn on. Hugh, Quinn Hughes plays on that side. Lots of shots from the left-hand side. And in front of the net, they're getting from Pedersen and guys like that. See, so. I thought this was the part of the
4: episode where they could not fast forward and not have to worry about listening to the analytics. No, okay. we're always oh.
3: listening. We're trying to bring everyone together. I'm just joking. Both. sides. Uh,
4: Dan hates math, but I would say that the sharks are probably coming up there. And then you say the ducks and the, f- the Kings are done. Ducks and Kings are fucking done. Yeah. yeah. So, so That's if you're, bad. if you're looking yeah. at the competition there, there's not a lot of room, like Tyler said, that you don't have to worry so much about falling as the rest of the teams coming
5: up to us. The funny thing about the Kings is just their goaltending. That is that, they actually don't have bad scoring opportunities. When you look at them, they're in the close to top 10 in a lot of those categories. It's just their goaltending is just absolutely sinking them this year.
2: I want to change gears a little bit and look at the weekend ahead. Obviously this is two, these are two massive games for the Edmonton Oilers against the Vancouver Canucks. As I mentioned, I'm a big home and home guy. Mm -hmm. I wish there were more of them sprinkled out through the season. I just feel like by game two, there's some hatred there. Some BOA home and homes would be great. Yes. I would love a boa home and home.
0: Like, like in, like think if they adapted like a more baseball style thing that's, where you that's only. That's what we were talking about yeah. yesterday upstairs. Yeah. So, like,
2: but, wouldn't it be great if come like March or something like that, mm-hmm. the Oilers had home and homes against bes- Pacific dis- Division teams, and then that's kind of how the season ended, going in on something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: that's like a scheduling travel nightmare to always be, like, flying around, but, like, to, I like the idea of just loading up the final month of a season where you only play in your division. I think that'd be really cool.
3: Could I you just, guys handle a, a back-to-back, though? Like, if we bust down for a game on a Saturday, could we and then handle bust, it? Well, look, oh, I've, no. I've been on the bus when we get back at uh, 4 o'clock <laughs> yes. in the afternoon on Sunday, it is and the there's a, lot from of, the Simpsons, and there is a the trampoline of dragging our asses going on, but I just want to know who would be able to, like, uh, pull their socks up and go for i could i definitely could
2: man i have and i would i think you know what just a quick nap maybe that's what the bus rides for maybe a nice coconut water you mix that in there get rehydrated Smart man see be back in back in fighting shape for game two so looking at the vancouver canucks these are four massive points that the oilers have to have last weekend they stole four divisional points huge i want to see them do it again what are you expecting from this home and home series against the vancouver canucks tyler yaramchuk split
0: Win the home, win, just win the home game. You're seven points up on them. I know they have a game in hand. So let's say you're five points up on them. Just get the split, stay five points up onto the next. If you can get three out of four points, I'm ecstatic. But by that point, if you bring a game to overtime, I'm expecting you to win it. So I'm greedy um, though. I want four. The Canucks. You want you want four. The Canucks are all right. They have good goaltending, right? Like Markstrom and Demko have been solid. Demko's been iffy as of late, but Markstrom's been good.
2: Here's the thing too: is with the Canucks, I was looking at their stats because I was putting the GDB together for tomorrow. I think that they also have some very dangerous weapons that the Oilers have to be aware of. So guys like Besser, Patterson, Horvat, they can score, and if the Oilers aren't crossing their t's and dotting their i's defensively then those guys can burn you and that's a problem
0: and you don't have ryan Nugent hopkins that's big mm-hmm. you yeah. said that just for me didn't still you? have carter on both on both
3: sides it. of the ice though is where it uh the fact that nugent has been down the 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 things you'll see you're gonna notice that it, he is a massive part of this team and uh i really think this team should follow the said t-shirt and uh, throw him down another little piece of paper there, and let's get him up for another seven years. Resign,
5: buddy. Right Dan. now, even with one year left. Right
3: now, right why now? wait? Because you he's know what? Cheaper, I think, how he's often does right that now? Happen, he's cheaper right now. Uh, very rarely. Yeah. I was
2: gonna say, what I agree with Rick. I think that Nuge hasn't had like offensively the best year. Maybe that what's going on with his hand has something yeah. to do with this. But I think it'd be cheaper if you extend him as soon as you possibly.
3: It is. I it's mean, savvy, you, really. you look. You look at. You well, look, at no, look at no no further than Leon. You nope. could add, if you sign Leon the one year, he could have met Barkov numbers at six and a half. And, uh, and then you got him at eight, whatever. but that's that's su- different. He's still super duper. Cheap. All I'm just saying is like the, the market raises, right? So if you can get in there and get him money no, 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 early. No, what I was going to say is from the player's perspective, yes. like, oh yeah, no, I would
5: you're, you're not going to get Le- Nuge to listen. Yeah, right Leon now. was moving into RFA years. So, I mean, team has control anyway. Oh, 100%. For, for new, no, yeah, yeah. he's moving into UFA for the first time in his career. What's his incentive as a player to sign a year soon?
2: Maybe we need to buy him a pony. A contract some horse sperm. Dan, what do the Oilers need to do to take four points from the Canucks? What the
3: horse got? sperm? What the fuck? Well, you get the good sperm, <laughs> you get the good horse That's out of true. it. That's true. Studying, man. We'll go find... You don't want to buy him the horse
2: when he's an adult. Yeah, you we'll get, get him get, like, a, like a pre-horse. Yeah, we'll get Nuge maybe. Pre-horse. Like a yeah. 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 Punch card the, the, to some like a farm or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, tyler you know, just are walked on, out of the room. He's done. The, the, the first seven what, what, are on uh, old uh, Uncle Kate's there. Yeah, What
3: the uh, who won the Triple Crown last. Maybe we get some uh, sperm from all that and then give it to old Nooch. See?
2: This is the signing bonus. nobody this is, You got to look. Look, they're not to,
3: just the hockey players anymore. They have lives outside. To, we're just trying to work everything in. To true. answer the question, Begmill,
4: <laughs> I believe that the the bottom six has to continue to play as well it has, as it has recently. Uh-huh our de- defense has to be solid we we can't have Miko Koskinen having to try and save our bacon for two straight periods Can I just
2: talk about that real quick Yeah He had still Despite allowing four goals against Colorado, he had a 920 save percentage in that game.
4: Yeah, that was a bananas game for him. He was he was all over the place. He's the reason that we were able to kill off a five-minute power play with a, a full two-minute...
3: You need your goal to do that every now and three. then, and he's been doing it for Amen. us. He's
0: been doing it more than every now and then. He's been doing it every single night. Like, the only games he's given up more than three goals against have been the Colorado game where he still held on to a 920 save percentage, and the only other game he did that was the Dallas game as well, where he gave up five... But, I mean, he might have been the only reason that game got to overtime, right? Like, he's just, every start, he's out there just being incredible.
3: Jujar was a big reason why they went to overtime, too, that night.
4: Huge reason. And then the other thing, the other element of it, and we didn't see it in Colorado, and I think everybody can kind of agree on that, is that Leon and Connor still have to be, the best players on the ice
2: they got they a score they
4: didn't have a good game against colorado yep. and that's fine um but they're they're gonna have to be the better guy because Nuge isn't there to, and you to know what
2: them. i think those two are gonna play pissed off they're gonna be 100%. angry i think those two are gonna play pissed off you they saw know. them on the that's bench why we're sweeping not look happy that's they why know. we're sweeping this
3: this this team has bounced back from bad games every single time so far i think
2: around uh, the horn real quick what is your prediction from the weekend tyler you got a split i'm gonna go four points oilers nick down to you i'll say three Double W we're going for, we're going to get five points. Hmm? Wow. I,
4: <laughs> Tyler's like, what? Point, I'm heck? listening now. They've
2: what? got two wins in a rouge coming at them this weekend.
3: <laughs> oh, the good old a rouge, a ah, big a CFO guy. Oh man.
2: Love Run the damn ball out then you chickens. The, you know what the NFL could use? A couple of rouges. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody needs a rouge every now and then. Um, this brings us Kyle, Tyler. Do you know a rouge is. Yes. I, do I know what a I fucking know rouge I know, is? You're shaking your head. You're, you're nodding your head in a way that like, yes, I'll go along with this. Tyler, get that button bar ready, because it is time for the Tourism Jasper Hot and Cold Performers of the Week. Week, week, week. I'm going to start. No, that it, was the wrong one. The button.
4: <laughs> you didn't do that for the Giant question. Giant, giant, Jerry. One week, more week, 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 week. Tourism giant, Jasper. Jasper, Jasper, Jasper. That Jasper, was Jasper. week, week, week. Hot and hot, cold. Hot, cold, cold, cold.
2: Performer take, 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 take. of the week. Giant, week, giant, giant, week, giant, giant. giant, giant. <laughs> I'm going to start down the table so with Mr. Niklaus Good. Mm-hmm. We are going to start. This with is the, We're going to start with the veggies as we always do. <laughs> Who is your cold performer of the week? My cold performer of the
5: week. He is world renowned. Has commentated internationally. Uh, is has a illustrious career. But Dave Randorf. Kept calling yes. Patrick Russell. I was really hoping you fucking Philip Russell during the game on Saturday, and it pissed me off. It was just Phil, wasn't it? it no, he said Philip
3: oh, Russell. Okay. I heard Phil. Who is he times. even thinking
5: of? I don't know.
3: Philip Larson, the uncle Phil, Pete Larson, and just kind of going like
5: Dave Randor. If you're great, I I I love listening to you commentate Team Canada. But <laughs> good lord, man, come on! That was, yeah. that was disrespectful. Disrespectful.
2: Wait for Tyler. <laughs> Press the <laughs> oh, button. <laughs> Rick, we are coming to you. Your cold performer of the week.
3: I feel like this might be kind of mean because of where he is right now, but uh, Chieson, he just—I'm uh, expecting a little bit more out of him right now, and we're not getting it.
2: This is hot. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> Does anyone have a label maker? We might need <laughs> yeah. a label maker. My fingers are too
0: big. Bragging with those wow. feet. With those feet. Wow.
2: Nation Dan.
5: Okay. So I
2: was going to go with a former. I was going to go with a prospect. What you say,
0: you're manly. But
4: oh, it's I'm actually going to go be Nick.
0: Nice. Nick Lousegood. I'll take that. For
4: not putting some respect on Philip Russell's name. Born July 21st. He's a former NHL defenseman who had over 2,000 penalty minutes. Did you just look up? To Philip go along Russell? with 424 career goals. Man. That's a was born in 62 a goon, uh, 1952 oh shit he's a Blackhawk. he was a flame of both atlanta and calgary oh no nice. wonder i hate a him. a devil and a saber he retired in 1988 how did you forget him
5: oh, and 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 he and was, he was born. born
4: in edmonton
2: ruthless russell cold performer of the week nicklaus good
5: <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, coming over to you, who is your Jasper Tourism cold performer of the week?
0: They've gotten my cold performer before, and they have done enough to earn it again. The, The NHL officials, once again, fucking it up, dropping the ball. Steve Kazari proves why he is awful at his job once again. The call on Larson, after getting a chance to review it, I may add, absolutely Terrible Before the uh, the Avalanche got another goal in that game, there was a moment where they missed an elbow on McDavid where his head snapped back and they chose to ignore it.
3: A high stick on the fourth goal.
0: High stick, yeah. Uh, it's it's just a whole bunch of shit that the Oilers have to deal with. And for a team with Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisettle, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, there is no reason why they should ever be in the bottom third of the NHL when it comes to penalties drawn. And I don't even think it has anything to, to do with like respect or earning it or anything like that. I, I just simply think they get snubbed way more than any other team. Vancouver's first in the NHL in almost the same amount of games. Vancouver's drawn like 30 more penalties.
5: Yeah, Vancouver the, has 105. Edmonton has 75.
0: Like that's a fucking joke. There should never be that big of a gap between two skilled teams like the Oilers and Canucks. It's a joke. The Zebras are a joke. They're my cold performer
3: Fair. Bear, bear. Stephen welcome here is your invite to the podcast. Please explain all this.
2: We should get a ref on here, eh?
3: hey? Yeah, I believe he's the head. And not Surveyor Brett. Is it not? Is he not the official? Is he not the the head official, Stephen welcome Well, I Where's thought you? we I had know. a friend um, so.
5: who was chatting with us over the weekend about. Or over uh, last game about reffing. Yeah, I was okay. getting called out on Twitter. You got offered to do and a And sending clinic. us to a
2: reffing clinic. That'd be really nice if you want to... Or just like send me the money. I can spend it on <laughs> whatever. Uh, my Tourism Jasper, a cold performer of the week. I hate to pick on him because I actually don't... Not like the way he's playing. Is that right? You do don't not know. like it. I don't... It doesn't I appreciate the way he plays the game defensively. I think Riley Sheehan, there's a lot more from this player than this single assist he has in 22 games right now. Riley Sheehan. I love the way you win draws. I love the way you kill penalties, but we need some offense from you. My friend Riley Sheehan is my cold yeah. performer of the week. How about Archie is no points yet either. <laughs> I was thinking about that, Yeah, but I went with Riley Sheehan because he's expected to score. I think probably more than Josh Archibald is Just a
3: little
4: more. Fair enough. And Archibald does the intangibles.
2: Well, Archibald, in, I love the way Archibald plays. By the
4: way, he's like a little
2: bu- he's a little bundle of hate. Tonight. Oh, he's like, just like, so
3: little in there too, right? He's like underneath everyone's elbows. He plays what like what we wanted from Lucic and didn't get. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Looking at the ah. dessert, we are getting to the tourism Jasper hot performers of the week. I'm going to start. <laughs> This is hot. <laughs> I'm going to start with Tyler Uremchuk. You are on the clock, my I friend. I
0: get to go first, and you all know who I'm giving love to. It's your boy, Dry Toast, Marcus Granlitt. He comes through in the I last seven days, through. plays some really, really good hockey for this team. He's starting to find a groove. I despised him at the beginning of the season, but he's starting to do some good things, and he's starting to find the back of the net. Thank you, Marcus. We're on good terms
2: now. That was hot. That's, That's hot. hot. Nation Dan, you are up next. I know we are looking at the prospect system, I assume. We are. We're going or another take a moment. Are we going
3: across the seas? Tell me where we, we are. We are going across, the, across the, seas. the seas. Yes. Where are we going? What country?
2: The, the spoiler alert is if you've read
4: my prospect update nope. from this past week. Oh, <laughs> uh, I really stressed people out with my title when I called this guy Yak 2.0.
3: Oh, dear God.
4: Mr. Bogdan Yakimov is your hot performer of the week from the Why? KHL.
3: Hold on. Is he even still in the, in the, in he the, is actually he's a still in of the our system. 48 so, the, so
4: the prospect update is not necessarily all prospects. It's just people that we have the rights to. And Bogdan is one of them. We st- oh. in the last week, he has three goals and two assists. I think it's points. until
2: he's 27. to Answer your question, Rick. Ah, I'm pretty sure. Go. I have yeah, so big hopes for that guy. He's Mr. a big, Mr.
4: Bogdan Yakimov. And you know what you get hot hot performer of the week. You get cold performer for making that. I didn't like that. (laughs) You didn't like my Yakima or Yakupov shout out? No. It's (laughs) Yak City
3: 2.0. Tony Reale over here.
2: He's got to be one of of our (laughs) contractors. Rick. He is. Correct. Dan's wrong with your hot performer of the week.
3: Yeah, I think it's fairly simple here. He's doing it quietly. He's doing very well. Uh, Everyone is kind of questioning what he's going to do when he got here. But Caleb Jones, that's one hell of a smile, my man. And your game right now. Doing very, very fine.
2: That was hot. That's That's hot. Nick, down at the end of the table, your hot performer of the week.
3: Well, I got
5: stepped on a little bit earlier, but uh, it's Sam Gagne. That's really hot. Uh, No
4: no lead-in or anything. Well, I I, I
5: knew Tyler was going to – was hot. That's really hot. There there it is. Um, (laughs) You know, he steps in for an injured Nugent Hopkins right into the second line and um, gets a really key assist in that Arizona game. And has been playing really well in both games. He's he's been uh, in that second line center position. He's top of metrics on the team as far as course and goals, opportunity are going. Um, and he's the kind of guy. I know the contract's not ideal, but he's a guy you want come playoff time. He's a utility player. Yeah. It, I said perfect. that
2: Sam. I tweeted this and I stand by it. Sam Gagne is going to sign as the thirteenth forward for a million bucks in the off season.
5: I, w- I would love it, man. Well, like why not? He he obviously has a home here. He's he has a good role with the team. It makes he's, sense.
4: He's not a perfect everyday guy. No. Like you don't want him in that no, second exactly. line for
5: a month, but he can fit in there exactly.
4: just fine. They, they have, have great,
3: they have great, uh, nerdy numbers too. There in the yep. first two games together, weren't
5: they? Yep. We got to give some love to Chris Russell too. Another guy whose contract gets held against him a little bit, but you know, he gets hit in the head with a puck comes back in that game. Splits and, his ear. Yeah. And you know, he's, he's another guy like you want a guy like that come playoff time who can come in and play those hard minutes. Cause he's going to be a guy that team will rally around. Because that intangible stuff actually matters.
3: Because he's a cowboy. You and love he a steel maybe horse a guy he who can move the puck can do the same thing though. That's all I. Really like no, you love the player during six, the season. I you hate his it, contract like, in the summer. Yeah. yeah. No. No. You I, can't I, have six
5: puck movers. Like ideally, why? you can't. You, like ideally, but at one point, you at some Someone point, you do need defense. guys. Yes. You need some guys who are going to do things that are going to get the team rallied in mm-hmm. different ways. You just
3: look the the type of player Russell is. I love it. Uh, it's an old school player. I'm an old school. That's the, just got the kind of hockey I I, I like. When he uh, was getting his ears sewn up on the uh, on the table there, and he probably like, kicked them out of there. And like, okay, hey, I got to get back to the ice right now. Yeah, I dig that. I just when he has that puck, it's it's
5: it's, it's scary. How does a guy get hit in the p- head with a puck and not go into concussion protocol though? I mean, his you know. ear guard, obviously. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. please, Chris Russell, put on
4: some fucking protective gear, man. Yeah, no, like, no, geez,
3: Cowboys don't wear a protective gear. Cover
4: your ears. No,
3: give yourself no, 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 skate This, is, this isn't skate rugby. Protection. This is some sort of weak sport. We leave our ears unprotected.
2: My tourism Jasper, hot performer <laughs> of the week, has four goals in his last four games. If this was NBA jam, he would be getting boom a locket all over the ice. He is stuffing things in wherever he's got a chance. Oh, yeah. He is hammering pucks oh, home. Yeah. He has got one of the green Greasiest stashes that I love more than anything on the planet. And I feel like Jujar Kara needs to keep that thing all the way through the season because he looks fantastic. Not only does he look great, he is playing great. And he is my monster dong hot performer of the week.
1: It's chicken. It's fried chicken. That took I a like second. Tyler hesitated.
2: He, he wasn't sure. Choices to pick from. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Right? Jujar Kara
0: got I mean, him and Granlin, man, they're giving this team some depth scoring. You can't ask for much more than that. Swinging a big stick. You know, it takes a man to uh,
5: make up for his bad mistakes earlier, Tyler. So it's good to hear that you're... Giving Granlin the, the credit he deserves.
3: No, he's taking it right now. He <laughs> deserved everything he got no, before. I, yeah. Now he's coming on earning it.
4: I'll give Tyler credit. Like he does he takes his lumps when he's wrong.
3: Oh yeah. And he's he wrong. wasn't wrong before though. He's absolutely wrong. He, he kinda, wasn't wrong. He was hundred percent right with Granlin the way he was going. And then Granlin a, fixed his game and then he gets the uh,
2: appropriate props afterwards. So seeking, what we're saying is that Tyler Uremchuk fixed Marcus Grandlin. Yes. Probably. That's why
0: like, it, you can applaud me and say that, you know, I know I'd take my lumps. I just really want
2: credit for this. Of course. I'll give you credit, buddy. That's why we're Snapchat <laughs> Who else are we going to give credit to? Just me. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody we only got a few minutes on left on this week's podcast, so I want to talk about something that I had on my list for last week. We didn't get to it, but I think it's fun. Tyler Uremchuk is a Jersey aficionado. Even the other day, we were doing a, little, a couple of VOs, and he was wearing a jersey. It was just non-game day. Just looking sharp. However, it was it? a game day. Which which jersey was it? Was it? Yeah. No, what it wasn't. jersey was it?
4: No, it wasn't. You came in on Tuesday. For that You're doesn't matter. Right do w- w- it
2: was it was a it was an Oilers jersey. But however, the question that I have is: Is it acceptable to buy merch for a team? Maybe that's not your team, mm-hmm. but a team that you like the logo, the colors, whatever. Say as an example, like, I mean, I would rock a Whalers hat, but they don't exist. That, that, that's, that's
3: part of that's part of the thing that allows you to do it. Okay, uh, I, I don't think like you can't go buy a jersey of a player today uh, from another team unless you know. I, I think Connor. If you're uh, not a fan of the Oilers, be bought a Connor McDavid jersey. I think that you you get by on that.
2: What if you had like oh. a Crosby team Canada jersey? I have a yeah, Crosby team Canada Yeah, yeah, because yeah,
3: you cheer for the uh, the name on the front, not the back.
2: But see, I I
4: like the idea of being able to if you like a player a lot. Yeah, you can buy that
3: jersey. I don't know. Necessarily yeah, but it's sort wear of it. a Matt Kachuk fan because they dig the style you play. And so uh, the way I look at it, if it's a retro jersey, I'm okay with it. Um, if it's some old player, you're a Medano fan, you're a Brett Hull fan, that's fine. Um, but for me personally, if the, if the current jersey and a current player who is not like upper, upper, upper echelon, maybe leave it for now.
2: Like you're not wearing a Todd Harvey Dallas Stars jersey? <laughs> oh
3: man no See, i might rock to the todd harvey i miss no other jersey though mm-hmm. that's a good throwback by bag no that's a horrible one but Do I, you remember
2: but you're not wearing back in those days but you're
3: not wearing a jamie ben oh god no
2: jamie ben's a selfish serious. lover allegedly in my opinion go ahead uh,
0: allegedly in your opinion i i think no i think if you want to be like someone like myself i'm a big jersey collector i love rocking jerseys i wear them all the time just every day What flavors day. you
2: got what flavors you got that are not oilers flavors
0: like we're going hockey yep um, I got three Blue Jackets ones, because I am admittedly a Ooh. big Blue Jackets supporter. I love the wait, Jackets.
2: Wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. What names oh, What? What, you, what names? What names? How do you have three players? This I got
0: Nash, Johansson, Jenner, and a blank. That's four. That's four. Yeah, I'm up to four jerseys now. I bought the third jersey but again Nash right on year. Mine. I year. I, I got a story behind it, too, actually. Like, growing up, show. I loved watching the Jackets, man. I loved the Jackets. You're a
3: little David for <laughs> hey, on wait, the back wait, wait, Can one? we talk about watching the Blue Jackets while you were growing up? Yeah, no kidding.
0: Hey, not <laughs> a lot of people can say that because they didn't exist while you guys were growing up.
5: Was it because of, of Rick Nash? It was because of Bug, too? wasn't it? So
2: you when were a big I Sergey Fedorov guy, were you? You loved I like white Plus. skates.
0: Loved the white skates. I did always love Rick Nash. Like as yeah. a kid, and, you know, you collect hockey cards. I always loved Rick when he Nash. Was, yeah,
3: because he represented Team Canada. He, he was did a force out there. Um, but
0: when out. I was like eight or nine years old, my uncle used to. Uh, he does some work with the NHL. Blah blah blah. Um, Ooh, he used, used to referee the skills competitions for the Oilers. He would be out there, and you know when they do like the scrimmages and the shootouts, he would officiate them, whatever. So he'd bring me with him. So there was a time once where I was sitting outside the referee change room waiting for him to finish up after a skills competition. Columbus was in town. Columbus was in town right after. So the bus had just unloaded. The players were, you know, going, warming up and all that shit. And I'm, of course, like a nine-year-old kid. So I had, like, a little notebook and stuff because I was also a fucking nerd. I was taking notes during you the skills competition. You have a notebook in front of you right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
5: Some it's don't the change. same
0: notebook. Yeah. but um, So I had a notebook, and the guys were all running around, doing, playing sewer ball, jogging. And they all came up and, like, signed my book for me, even though I was wearing a, an Oilers jersey. And uh, Rick Nash let me go, like, stand in the circle. And, like, while they were playing sewer ball, I got to, like, watch See, them all and did then the guys force really, you to
2: let them sign it i could see why that would impact that a here. young kid and make you a blue jacket
0: yeah so like i don't know i got a bunch of blue jackets hats well, and these and jerseys and stuff
2: through what's what else you got so we got oilers we got blue jackets
0: uh, i got a lightning one i got an avalanche one i have like so many fucking oilers jerseys i got a couple ov jerseys because i really like alex ovechkin uh what else am i rocking Rick, a did you of, wear
2: an ov jersey
3: if I was a big fan of them Yeah I might go look at Like a Rod Langway type of jersey Like those colors oh But uh, not the recent I got the vintage OB, Not the yeah. ones no Like no, that like throwback the eight, one The, the 80s Sick. jerseys Were way better Than what they are right now
2: Nick um, you're shaking your head What are you Rob Langway <laughs> Yeah
3: I just use that <laughs> name Why not um,
0: A big part of it too Is I used to work At a jersey shop uh, So <laughs> when they would go on sale I could stack my discount On sale items mm. So all, all these jerseys Like my lightning jersey it's just a white Lightning jersey I paid like 25 bucks for so it Which also you is lightning. your nickname I was going to say <laughs> white lightning <laughs> white lightning <laughs> um, same thing with like the avalanche jersey and shit like i paid like 25 30 bucks for these things back when i was in high school working at a jersey store so
3: so they're like they're not the original they're not the, like the regular jerseys either
0: no they're like legit authentic jerseys are they okay yeah yeah, yeah. um they're legitimate um and then I, I'm big though Like hockey jerseys Are hard to wear That's my beef With hockey jerseys They're hard to wear On like a day-to-day basis Like they feel big they're And flunky They're
2: form-fitting now Come on
0: uh, No they're still Like pretty meh
2: Maybe you need to Size down buddy Show that
3: physique of yours
0: Maybe but I love mm-hmm. I got big into He's uh, too tall
3: he's too, he's too tall You get any smaller you know, You're gonna exactly. up To his elbows now I got um, you um, But I'm you big
0: into that. NBA, MLB, NFL jerseys Love it You can just rock those Every day They're fashionable You a
3: t-shirt Underneath the NBA jersey Go hoodie Underneath
0: the jersey Oh yeah. What? what would you
2: say your total is like volume wise for
0: every sport yeah probably pushing 30
2: nick would you
5: wear other teams merch uh okay so merch you're asking because uh, i wouldn't
0: like i wouldn't rock like a tampa bay lightning t-shirt uh, to me jerseys are different than like shirts and hoodies and completely shit. see completely. to
5: me i'm the opposite a hot t- i'm not really a jersey guy mm. I'm i don't not a jersey guy either i don't love wearing jerseys but uh I, I've had like a Pavel Bray Canucks shirt before. I've had it's a Canucks shirt. I have a Pavel Bray vintage look. Yeah, all yeah, that, yeah, that's sexy. That skate
3: is yeah, with the dope, skate. Man. I
2: have the think skate. think i rock those on jersey. Saturday. The Pavel Bray one skate of them,
3: probably the Sunday. Sunday. That'd be the uh, no, Hawking in Canada. They'd probably wear it, wouldn't they? No, the hometown hockey on Sunday. Oh,
5: hometown hockey. Okay, yeah, it makes if, sense. If, 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 um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, I wearing another team's hat even is weird to me. No, I wouldn't either. I was, I was this close during the decade of darkness mm, um, jumping ship getting
4: a no just to getting a t, uh a sharks teal hat because i i loved when the sharks came into sharks. the leagues and they turned teal into a thing at the cow palace it was it was amazing uh, i thought that was such a unique i love when a team comes in and like teal. just takes owner, ownership of a color that i see wasn't in professional i, sports I, I, I the love Dolphins, the sharks <laughs> that's not teal black jersey aqua that's Close yeah. It's, it's as blue as you can get without being too. I,
5: I can appreciate another team's uniform and, and jersey and all that kind of stuff. But like, yeah, wearing it is just a little, it's just not that I'm against it. It's just, uh, uh, it's just not something there's I really do. You would
3: have an ov type of thing, but I'm not wearing ov
5: ov to me is like such an exception because he's the greatest goal scorer and, all that's, time. and That's what I mean. Yes. There's no doubt
0: about that. We're like. not cracking open a debate. Like, when we're past an hour.
4: I like the, I like the idea. Like I like wearing, I, I'm with you, Tyler on other Sports scores. Cause numbers. I like, I like so logos. Man. I'm a big logo guy. And when a logo has, like, a neat story or, like, a neat look to it, I like that. I just feel like the NHL doesn't have a lot No, no, hold on. on. You
3: rolled the night's hat all last two years ago. I, I did, it did like Oh, yeah,
4: that's true. I did but, have a night's hat
3: on. But if we're going, going ECHL and we're talking some Swamp rabbits, Florida I'm all
0: about that.
2: Okay, around the horn, real quick. Outside of the Oilers, mm-hmm. favorite logo in the NHL, Tyler.
0: Favorite logo in the NHL. I got to go with the Blue Jackets, but their original <laughs> one, the, the <laughs> CBJ. The Yeah, the bug on the shoulders, and then the one that spelled out CBJ. I think that was sweet.
2: Nick?
5: Oh, man. Uh, Catch me off guard. We can go vintage, anything like that. Whatever you want. Honestly, I was a fan of the Sabres jersey that was like the weird slug thing.
2: What? I like that thing. I think it was kind (laughs) of cool. That's
0: funny.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of cool. Best logo outside of our beloved Edmonton Oilers.
3: uh, You have to go back to an 80s one, and then there's going to be a couple that are in there. Um, You can, uh, I'd have to be something like, you know what? I, I really dig the Rangers. Rangers is a classic. Which one? Like the Statue of mm, Liberty? No, uh, no, 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 no. It has to be the, I'm going to try and draw it in the air with my finger right now so everybody <laughs> that's watching the podcast is going to be really, really yeah. Just their standard logo. Like Just the, the standard Eagle? one. And you know what? The I'm going to go, I don't think I like the laces, the Gretzky laces. Mm. And I, I'm going to go without them.
2: Dan, favorite logo, not an Oilers You logo. can't, you can't discount it. Like it's it's
4: such a beautiful logo. It's so intricate. It's the Chicago Blackhawks. There's just so much color and so much mm. character in that logo that I just love it.
2: There is only one answer. And I have the correct one. We just mm. gave four of them. Mm. It is the captain highlighter. Oh yeah. Girl, New York nice. Islanders logo. Yeah. There was That's some cool there the was some Polish cool hidden prince.
4: messages in there. That they, thing
0: is so funny. They yeah. had
4: like a the stick pointed to where the arena was on Long Island. Like there
5: was some neat
2: kind of stuff behind I it. Gotta give yes. some
5: shout outs to the Mighty Ducks.
0: I hate that logo. The Mighty Duck jersey? Yeah, I don't think those are nice. Oh, man. It's a I money. also
2: I don't know why, but I like the St. Louis Blues
0: jer- logo mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, when they go back to the classic-y colors, oh, I kinda like kind of like they have now, like, blue and, blue and yellow. yellow. Yeah.
5: It's, it's sharp. It's you we know we should what? ask and the listeners if, what their favorite. Whenever the, the Jets wear their vintage jersey,
3: I, I love that jersey, as A lot of the 80s ones were good. Yeah. At, the, and you look at the, the Devils with the, the sharp
2: the red
0: and the
3: green. The green, yeah.
0: I think yeah, we yeah. can yeah.
2: all agree, though, as we finish off this week's podcast, that the NHL needs to bring back Cooper Right? Oh yes, we got. We talked yeah, about where this. Where were we talking about that? Uh, up in the <laughs> office. <laughs> so uh, I want to go ahead and referees. thank. I want to go ahead and thank Sherwood Ford, the giant. On well, your big Cooper Alls guy. I want to thank SkipTheDishes.ca, and I want to thank Tourism Jasper for making all of this possible. Like Dan said, if you have an opinion on the best non-Oilers logo mm-hmm. in the NHL, hit us up at ON Radio Podcast on Twitter or on Instagram. We want to know what you think. Who's got the best non-Oilers logo in the NHL? What are those Morning handles, bag Milk? At ON Radio Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead and follow us there. We will follow you back. How's that? Oh, well, yeah. Do a, a little oh, follow goodness. for follow. Again, I want to thank Sherwood Ford, the Giant, skipthedishes.ca, and oh, Tourism okay. Jasper for making all of this possible. That is episode 64 in the books. Have a great weekend, everybody.
4: Shout out, Damien. Best wishes. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media to stay up to date and never miss a
3: podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,